continuing to analyze the halachas of the Mishnah and the base, we have the statement when you have sunlight, more sunlight that's shining through, that's greater than the shade, then the sukkah will be psula. The sukkah will be not a valid sukkah to sit in for the mitzvah of sukkah. Come to Chachamim, understand this issue is a schach issue. In other words, the roofing of the sukkah in this case is not thick enough to block out the sunlight, attempting to peer through. That would invalidate the sukkah unless the abundant sunlight was coming in through the walls. You could see the sunlight coming in, it's coming in through the walls, the gaps in the walls, the sides, which would actually be okay for a sukkah kshera. Come to Yoshia and says more sunlight than shade is problematic for the sukkah, even if it's because of the gaps in the defanot, in the walls themselves. Now, we haven't got too far yet. In this Masechda, we've already, we've already noted the opening Rashi, that sukkah nikol shem schach, that the sukkah is called after the roofing, after the schach. So what exactly is Yoshia coming to teach us here? Does he hold that the walls are effectively part of the definition of sukkah, of schach, an extension, and then all the rules that apply to schach apply to the walls, or is he just teaching us that in this area of halacha, of shade versus sunlight, the walls follow the same standard as the schach? So this chakira, these two different ways of understanding of Yoshia, needs some type of ramification, nafkamina, which is a question, going to be a question about what materials may be used to construct the walls of a sukkah. We will learn a principle called ta'aseh velo asui, that anything that does not grow from the ground and can also be mekabal may not be used, may not be used as chach, and this would extend to the defanot, the walls as well. So we find the Mordechai, Namasechta brings from the Raviyah, the Raviyah's opinion, the Yoshe equates the walls, even in the Seri of Halacha, while the Marashah brings, the Yoshe is teaching an isolated limit Halacha of the walls in terms of shade, versus sunlight. We find another machlokas between Rashi, between Rambam and the Rosh, about the schach being moktza. The, the material of the schach is not allowed to be handled all throughout the days of, suk, of the Chag of Sukkot. That is a concept called moktza. Those pieces of the, of the sukkah are not allowed to be handled. So does this status carry over and extend to the walls as well? Are the walls of the sukkah also mukta during the days of sukkahs? The Ramam and Hilcha Sukkah, Perikvav, Halacha Tesvav, brings that mukta indeed is applied to the walls as well, while the Rosh says mukta is only on the schach. The sukkah will, of course, impact many modern day sukkah walls that are made out of synthetic materials, as wood is becoming less popular, too expensive, heavy. People are running out of storage. Not that these reasons change a halacha, but the need to replace wooden walls with a different material has become more prevalent and more of a pressing issue. So halacha l'maisa, we do find, or Zeruah and Hilchosokas and Reish Peites, and the Bach says one should be concerned for this opinion of Rabbi Yoshia to only use walls made from non-mekabotum materials. But l'maisa and Shulchan Aruch, when it comes to Shulchan Aruch, Tafresh Lamed, we see that the the walls are permissible to be made from any material. Comes the Bir Halacha, brings a proof from none other than Abaye on Daf Beis of Armasechta. Person makes the walls made out of barzel, made out of iron. That's from our first page in the Sechta. The sukkah would be just 
finds. And there you have it, a fascinating halachic debate, taking us back to the schach, being the key to not only the area where most of the halacha plays in, but also the goals and intention of the sukkah are specifically when we look up and consider what we are doing in the structure and what we can learn or feel while we are there.